Loud Pipes is brought to you by our Patreon supporters. If you're interested in helping the show and receiving rewards for your contribution, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from RDub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Bogan. episode 47 and this will be the second of three interviews that we conducted while on our Atlanta road trip and I want to remind everyone to check out our YouTube channel or the direct link in the show notes to hear and see this episode. The interview you're about to hear is with Robert Rivera Jr., an artist we met while in Atlanta and introduced to us by Aaron Shaw who you heard on episode 46. Robert was a great guy to talk with and you'll hear the passion he has for his work in a few moments. We show some of his work during the YouTube video, so again, it's highly recommended that you check that out. Also, we held our most recent monthly Patreon production call with our supporters at the $5 per month level and above. This is a great time as usual, and I always look forward to this event. We also welcome the new supporter this month, and we've all been having a great time discussing and sharing pictures in our rides on our private Slack channel. If any of this sounds interesting to you, please check out loudpipes.net slash donate and support the show via Patreon. Here is our interview with Robert Rivera Jr. Continuing on our Atlanta road trip, and we now have the privilege of interviewing a talented artist that Aaron has found for us here in the Atlanta area. And you just heard from Aaron Shaw from the Jekyll and Hyde Company. We had a great time. Um conversating about the exhaust and about her bike and experiences and things like that. But now we're going to talk to a very talented artist by the name of Robert Rivera. So Robert, welcome to Loud Pipes. Hey, how you doing today? We're doing well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule, which I'm sure is, is quite busy based on the, the artwork that we've been looking at lately. Um, so let's, let's start with a little background then. Tell us kind of how long you've been in Atlanta and sort of how long you've been painting and then sort of what led you up to what you're doing today. Well, uh, I moved to Atlanta January the 1st, 2014. Okay. So I've been here a little over two years now, and I've been airbrushing for 13 years now. But I've been drawing since I was in the third grade. Oh, okay. wow. So the drawing always set, an artist. Pull the yeah, the drawing, the pencil always is the fundamental the, the fundamental of getting, getting your art going when you start drawing. So that helped me out. What got you to what you're doing today? So have you always done airbrushing with with motorcycles and things you're doing today or you know, have you worked in other industries before you got into that um motorcycles motorcycles uh i'll tell you what i started off doing i started off doing t-shirts okay i started off at the mall in pensacola and then I, I got a spot in san antonio in front of the alamo <laughs> and man that place was crazy Tourist and i got there in the middle of summertime i didn't even have a chance to make any stencils straight to work making good money seven days a week 10 to 12 hours a day and then i got burned out went back to florida my little daughter was on the way my first my first born daughter was being born so i went back down there and um man i just i didn't know what i was gonna do and then a good friend of mine came by and said i'm gonna introduce you to somebody and he took me to this hot rod shop and this guy's a builder his name is rj henson california customs 
down in Pensacola, Florida. And right when I walked in, man, he was laying flames out on the tank. There was a hot rod over there he's building. There was a custom chopper with blades coming out. I was just like, wow. That, that day when I left that shop, he looked through my portfolio and I had a picture of Tom Brady that I painted on a T-shirt. And it's like, <laughs> that's what I wanted to see because he wanted to see someone that, you know, could paint like portraits or something. Yeah, you know? the, the lifelike, the realistic. Yeah, and uh, he said, man, you can come by anytime you want. So I was there for two years apprenticing, learned all kinds of things. I learned how to paint. I, I just got to see a lot of cool stuff. The coolest car I ever worked on was a 55 chop Chevy, four in the front, six in the back. It was tight, man. I, and I did the pinstriping on the flames on it. He laid out some hot rod flames on a black paint job. And uh, right away, I got working on bikes, choppers. And uh, he helped me paint my first tank. You know, he painted it, cleared it, showed me how to cut and buff it. And, and uh, that's how it all started. Yep. Very nice. Wow. So, how, how, so from, from that point to now, how long has it been? Well, that was that was right when I first started. I was only airbrushing like a two years, two or three years that before point. I met RJ, uh-huh. and then I was there for about three years. And then I left the sand. Then I left to uh, airbrush on the beach. Did that for a year or two, couple years, and then uh, then I ended up here. Wow! Yeah. So seven years total so far. Yep. Yeah. Oh I'd say yeah, it was seven or eight. Seven probably, or eight years. Probably eight or, eight or nine years I was airbrushing down there. Okay. Wow. That's impressive. And I got to do some cool stuff, and I got to meet some great painters. And, you know, there ain't that many bike builders down there, but right. I met some great painters, uh-huh. and I uh, learned a lot of tricks, and I got, I, got, I got to get good to come here. Yeah. So that was, I'm thankful for so, that. So what do you lo- love to paint? I love painting portraits. Okay. Porch, I just love painting portraits. That's what's always motivated me. When I first drew my first portrait in middle school, I was so excited. It uh-huh. took me two months to draw it, but uh-huh. I was like, man, this is fun. Now, what do you use? I uh, use the pencil when pencil I drew my first. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah we're gonna, so talking about portraits, we're going to put a couple of these into the video, but the, the range of some of this stuff is hard to describe, so hopefully it comes through on the video because I'm not going to do any justice, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, with with the audio, but so so you said you like portraits, but to kind of set the stage here, I mean, you've got this. Uh, what was that festival you you were talking about in Costa Rica? The Day of the Dead. The Day of the Dead. So you've got some themed like that. You've got the skull motif going on. Here's a, a back fender for a chopper. You know, so we've got the skull and the whole backbone, which the the depth on this, like I said, my audio is not going to do this any justice. So hopefully you look at the pictures, but the depth and realism on this is just uncanny. Right. But then you mix in the puppy dog, which yeah. also just, looks so realistic. And yeah. just, just the range of this work, it's, it's hard to describe. And it's all freehand. Yeah. It's all freehand. Yeah, that's, I that's, very rarely use any projections or any um, printout. Sometimes I do, but not very rare. Yeah, so all this you pull in. Just no, I mean from... I look at photos. Okay, okay. I do some things I create out of my head. There's a okay. skull with horns coming out of his head. Not that one, but the other one. You was with the, the one with the gold tooth when his teeth busted out. I freehand him out my head. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it when I do free like freestyle. That's uh-huh. what you call freestyle, right? Okay. Yeah. So is that something? So is that kind of your favorite customer? If someone came to you and said. Um, you know, Robert, I've seen some of your work. I like what you do. I want you to just do this bike. And then that all sort of comes from, like you said, from your head and you sketch it out and yeah. you're off to the races. Yeah, we don't... had a customer not like that not too long ago. It came, it's like, man, I want to do something crazy. I seen your bike in Tennessee. 
and uh, I just want to do something crazy. And he had a blue, he had a, a blue road glide, and uh, we wanted he wanted to go with black and silver. So I came up with this idea that I got from this tattoo artist to do like a sunken pirate ship theme, and I ran these black graphics through it. I wish I had pictures of that bike today. I couldn't find them on my computer this morning, but um. I did ribbit heads on the straps, and I did all this cool artwork just in black on top of the silver. And man, it, it was—it's really—it's at the shop now, getting a new pair of handlebars and a new wheel upgrade. I'll have photos soon on my Facebook of the of the uh, new pics. Yeah, we'll put some links for that for sure. But under these portraits, there was also—and I, I think it's on Aaron's iPad—but some of the pinstriping that you've done freehand, like like the old hot hot rod style pinstriping. Oh man, that stuff and is that's fun. all freehand. Yeah. Yes. It's all freehand. That, that stuff. I'm just getting into that. I'm just getting into that. I haven't been doing that, but for about a year now. So has, has that been a hard transition for you since you spent so much time airbrushing? You know, to then to then work with the brush to do this or to do the um, the pinstriping and things like that. Is that I'll more take difficult? This ain't my first time trying to do it. RJ was teaching me to do it down in California Customs because he was he convinced me to. I can make a great living going around pinstriping. So I, yeah. I sold my Camaro, got me a pickup truck, and I started practicing. I never did it. But it got me going. I got to, I got to get a lot of practice down there with him, too, I forgot about. And so when I when I got back into it, it didn't take me long to start picking it up. Fair enough. Now I'm way better than I was when I, when I practiced down there. <laughs> so how long does it take you to go to, from conception to the final product? How long, how long does oh. it take you? Man. Like one of the portraits, for example. Right. So this this uh, street glide fender fender, geez, fairing, you know, something like this, where you've got a portrait and you have some elaborate skull work and things like that. What what kind of time is in something like that? Surprising to myself, I knocked that out in two days. What? <laughs> not the oh, graphics, God. but just the artwork. Not not the wow. Oh, holy like, goodness! Because they put me in a jam. I'm kind of man. We gotta have this bite. It's trying to go to a show. We need it. I'm like, okay, here we go. <laughs> and I'm sure if you had more time, you probably, I'm sure you feel you could probably have done that a little bit better. But Yeah, I could have. I rushed the roses. I didn't rush it, but, I mean, I really, I'm surprised it came out so nice. Cause you can't, it looked like you spent months to do it. I didn't rush the portrait at all. I spent all day. I didn't, Really, I didn't rush none of it, but I, I did have to get it done in two days. So I guess I did kind of, I did kind of, I don't want my customer to hear me. Saying it, <laughs> <laughs> you know he don't care. He's he, yeah. he, it's nice. He got a fantastic bike. Now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right? how could you complain about that? Jeez, I've got man. the baddest bagger in the land. Exactly. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's happy. He, man, if it wasn't for him, man, he travels all around with that bike. Uh huh. He, it's great to have good customers like right. that. You know, right. they're hard to find. Right. But yeah. we got a lot of great customers at Chaotic. But big show. He. He's one of the biggest show dudes. He go. I, I just got through airbrushing the whole inside of his motorcycle trailer. All graffiti. One side's Atlanta, red, red and black. The other side's a Las Vegas theme in red and black. All, all airbrushed? Inside. Yeah, all airbrushed. So what what do you charge to do uh, certain parts of the bike? So is there a different price for, or for a portrait versus a cute dog on the side of your tank? What are your price ranges or something like that? Because you, when, you, when you sit here, as I sit here and, and consider painting my bike, I'm like, okay, well, how much would that cost me to do something like that? So do you have a... Kind of a price. Well, charge? well, I, everything's different. Everything's different. I, everything's so different with motorcycles. Right. You know, someone may want a black and white skull. Uh, somebody might want a color portrait. You know. Mm-hmm. So it depends on 
on what color their bike is. You know, yeah. I may have to lay down a, a, a white first and, and uh, before I can apply a color. But if it's silver and they just want a black skull, mm-hmm. that's pretty easy. Yeah. So basically, they're all they're all custom jobs. You know, if, yeah. if someone's in this kind of thing, you're going to come sit down. You're going to get a quote. Like that's. It's not like you're picking it off a price list, right? You know, it's sitting yeah. at a restaurant saying, you know, I want a skull and you better add three flames. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all depends on the scope of the project. Yeah. yeah. So on the tanks, do you strip it down to the metal, then start your, your base paint? And um, let's talk me through that process. Sometimes if he, want, if he needs to get a new paint job, yeah. But if he comes in there and he already has a good paint job mm-hmm. on his bike mm-hmm. and he say, say he has a, a black bagger and he just wants some, some white skulls, I'll just, I'll say in the clear coat. Till it's dull, you know. I'll, I'll okay. sand it with sandpaper just to smooth it out. Okay. And then I'll apply the airbrush work, and then then we'll re-clear it. And that's all you got to do. Yeah. So if you got a good base, something to work with, then save you some time. Yeah. Or if, first, you got an old beat up bike. <laughs> now, if it, yeah, if he needs a paint job, we'll strip it down, or if, if the and get it, painted. Yeah, and just repaint it, and then the painter will put it in a in a mid coat, give it to me. I'll do my artwork, and then he'll clear it. Do you do helmets? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Do a lot of those or no? Yeah, I just got through doing a few. Yeah. Yeah, That's I did a day of the dead sugar skull on one. I did. Uh, I did one for this kid named Cody. He he's fighting leukemia in Buford, and uh, his daddy they go fishing all the time, mm-hmm. and they had this little saying called "Never give up," and they always used to say it on the lake. And now they still, you know, they're still saying it. And uh, he got him a helmet. They wear it when he goes on the boat uh-huh. a, a motorcycle helmet when they're going fast uh-huh. and it's got a fish and it says never give up and i did a portrait of his daughter on the side of it that's wow cool. that, that was one of the coolest helmets i ever did in my life wow good stuff i, I have to take a half step back to these portraits again okay. so this is one of my favorites and like i said we're gonna we're gonna put it on the video here so to kind of b- drive home the gravity of this I've seen a lot of this work done, like you said, with a stencil, right? Someone's got a portrait, they've got a projector, it's blasted on the side of the tank, and then they can just trace it and fill it in. So when you do something like this, like you said, this is from your mind. You may be looking at a portrait, but then you're just transferring that right to the tank freehand with the the airbrush. Yeah, one thing that that I've been learning lately is is a memory. You look at it and you got to try to rememberize from there to there. Yeah, and you're looking at things in shape sometimes, not actually looking at it as an arm or or right. Because yeah, you you see this picture here. You know, the woman's laying this way towards the front of the bike, but that tank's not flat. Like, right, there's not right. there's not a canvas. You know, there's a nice oh, bend yeah. there. Yeah, you know, to make so to still make that look like a portrait. I mean, this is unreal. I think freehanding sometimes helps me when, when I'm on rounded things because if you take a stencil and you lay it it's on, it's going to be flat on a, it's on gonna, a rounded surface. Yeah. yeah, so I think that helps me out sometimes. I want this on the side of my bike. I think. <laughs> hear you. One on each side. One on each side. And one in the middle. Why not? <laughs> you better have a, like Chuck on Hyde, you better have a, a way to make it, you know, screen. Yeah, I, and I, I need a, a butterfly valve for the side of my tank <laughs> so I can flip the images over and it be a puppy dog when I get home so I don't get in trouble. <laughs> so one for the, for the home and one the, for uh, the road. The woman on the front fairing is actually his wife he, that he got painted on there. That's She's, She's cool. a pinup model. Now, see, I could do that. I wouldn't get in trouble for that. There you go. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah, but I don't right think you're a lot. Or the wife on the bike. She doesn't. She won't allow she that. like that. <laughs> but cool. So um, what what inspires you as far as your work's concerned? What what make what, what gives you an idea as far as if you're looking around, so let's say you're walking around the city and you say, wow, that's a beautiful woman or 
uh, cool like skull or something that you haven't seen before. Give me some thought around, you know, how you get inspired as far as your work's concerned. Well, the motorcycle uh, scene really inspired me. Yeah. I mean, it's really had an impact on my art. I believe that the motorcycle culture is, is really improved me as an artist a lot because I, especially since I moved to Atlanta, because okay. I've been doing so many of them. And uh, people got all these different things. They want portraits and stuff. And I got to figure out how to make this all flow. And then when I got customers like Big Show that goes out and wins me show, big name shows like the Badass Baggers, Rat Holes. Mm-hmm. And, and that inspires me a lot. I'm like, yeah. wow, man, this is fun. Let's uh-huh. just keep it going. Let's keep learning and improving. Can't never quit learning. And then there's competition. Right. Competition inspires you. It's real competitive out here, man. None yeah. of the shops. Really like each other, but a few of us get along enough, you know. Right. So, uh, but uh, people are always trying to come out with a new bike. People are always trying to outdo each other. It's real competitive, man. Uh-huh. Someone comes, someone wants to be the first person to come out with a thirty. Then once they do that, now yeah. man, now we need a thirty-two, and it just don't stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And there's so much to do, but the main thing that's been inspiring me lately is uh, the guys that I made at Chaotic Customs, JT Long. He's a He's been a well-known bike builder in the Southeast. He, well, he's known Miami, California. People know it. We have bikes that has been all over the world that end up over there. And um, and to have a good builder on your team goes a long way because that's my canvas, you know? That's right. Yeah, you got to have a good and canvas. he makes so. me look good. I'm there to make him look good. But it's teamwork. Absolutely. I mean, there was a point where I was thinking about not worrying about doing motorcycles just because I was hanging around the wrong people. I didn't, I didn't have the right team to work with. And right. I was just... Yeah. Things weren't working out, and then right when that door closed, I get a phone call, and this Funny door opens. Happens. You know, yeah, I'm like, wow. yeah. So um, you just keep doing good stuff, and people will find it. Yeah, other things inspire me. You know, you know, I've been I, ever since I was little. I want to be an artist. So I get down here and I see all the graffiti on the buildings and different things. I'm like, wow, this this is an artistic culture. We don't yeah. have that where I'm from in Pensacola, Florida. And then I wouldn't mind joining some of these art galleries down here. Me and Aaron, we're working on a. We're working on a series of paintings that I get to keep, and she gets gets to use them to promote her her company, and uh, this is really going to give me a jump start on my collection. So, what are you going to uh, do for Aaron? Oh man, we're doing a um, a Jacko and Hyde theme for one of their motorcycles that they're going to promote their uh, their pipes with. Yeah, we got to see that. Ooh, yeah. Yes, man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be. Ain't nobody going to have nothing like this. <laughs> so are you dreaming of something special for it? Or? Oh yeah, yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. We've been we've been mixing up some formulas. And, <laughs> some potions uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be for the hide side of course right? right yeah well we're doing something you know where this guy's going from being good and then he he loses his mind yep and he's like ah, i'm going crazy and he's just, you know so it's going to be a one side of the bike with a change to the other side you should roll it out with two bikes right you've got a stock road glide just relatively tame paint. That's your Jekyll bike. And then the Hyde bike is all done by Robert. Oh, that's a good idea. Or you, okay, so uh, as far as telling a story, so is there any kind of like story told bikes that you've done yet? So like on one side, you got like a, a fighting scene and it kind of transitions to like metals or whatever, you know, just kind of telling a story on a particular bike or car that you've done. Uh no I, I haven't done I haven't done many stories so yeah. this is my this will be my first one okay yeah cool. I'm excited <laughs> yeah yeah so um with that let's transition over to so I see that you brought some magazines so apparently you're in a, a couple magazines so tell tell us about that 
Uh, yeah, there's a magazine called Full Throttle. Okay. They're a local magazine in the southeast in, in Atlanta. And, uh, and, and one of their guys reached out to me. He was an artist when he was younger. He tried to get into it. And so he knows what, it, what it's like coming up as an artist. And he's right. like, Robert, I've been watch, seeing your stuff here and there. And I want to do a story on you. I was like, wow, this is cool, yeah. man. So he came out, came out to the shop I was working at. And we shot a great story, some great pictures. And he was, it was the first time they had an artist in their magazine. Mm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So for, for the Full Throttle um, magazine, which, which is that the most current one? So November? Yeah, this one was in November when they did okay. the story. All right. And I forgot when this American Bagger one was. Um, yeah, we should be able to find the links to those. Yeah, so I, I want to post those as far as the pictures. So, uh, so for each magazine, so which did you were you able to pick which bike you wanted to kind of showcase or something that, uh, well, that when he did the story on me, he just came and shot pictures of the stuff I was working on at the shop. Okay. And he seen the, he, the orange bike was there. Uh, Jeffrey Daniels bike, the one with all the portraits on it. Uh-huh. He actually came, he brought the bike there in the trailer so he can get that in the, the photo shoot. Wow. And they're friends. They know each other. Awesome. So, in the American Bagger, which which bike did you do? The American Bagger just has a, a story of who won Badass Bagger in Panama City. They had their first Badass Bagger last year in Panama City. Okay. And uh, Jeffrey went down there with the blue radical, that blue bagger that's real low to the ground. He won Best Bagger with that. And with the orange bike that we, we painted, we won Best Paint with, with that motorcycle. Wow. And it just has four or five pictures and a couple of our other bikes. They were just... They just doing a little story of what happened down in Panama City. Cool, cool. I'm sure you're excited about that. That's a, for me. That's an accomplishment to be in the magazine. <laughs> oh man, tell me about it, man. Well, the best paint, right? That's right. Coming out of the show. Yeah, best paint reflects me. That's a nice I'm little artist. plaque yeah. on the wall there. Yeah. Yeah. JT wins those those best build uh, trophies and stuff all the time, but the best paint kind of means the painter and the artist are doing their job. You know, <laughs> right, right. Not every show has that category, but they 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 had it. So cool. Now, since talking and we've done it on the show, have you gone to Easy Rider shows? Yeah. My first show was the Easy Rider show that, that I here in Atlanta. When we got that orange bike done, Easy Rider was the first show that we went to. All right. And we didn't win anything that year. And then the next <laughs> year we came back and we won second in paint with the same motorcycle. Cool. Because we went to the one in Charlotte the last two years. Um, and we'll have to show up and stuff the box next time. The voting box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they have nice shows, Easy Rider. This last year, they had it downtown by that uh, that place where they, every, that auditorium yeah. where everybody's at. Yeah, good stuff. So, what is, what does the future look like for Robert? Then more, uh, obviously, more bikes, more portraits. But do you have anything that you're thinking about, or anything you want to move into? Well, man, in the near future. Well, I am working on a. I actually left there over here in Bankhead, right down the street. I'm working on a 26 inch foot Baja boat. Nice. That goes out to Lake Lanier all the time. <laughs> Whoa. And it's my first time. And the guy was like, I want a factory look. I want some graphics. But I, and he's, he's got some nice colors going on this thing. Pearl brown with an orange copper stripe coming through with a lighter gold that matched the interior. Wood grain yeah. floors. And it's nice. And uh, it's like, okay, here we go. Here's a challenge. But the motorcycles, there we go again. Yep. I had to learn how to do graphics on these. And I've been practicing for the past year because I had to learn how to do it. Because that's what people want with these motorcycles. And I've seen a couple of painters doing it. So now I have a clue of what to do, and I adapted it to the boat. Right. And now I laid it all out, and it's yeah, that's coming a, out pretty that's cool. That's a big transition. You're going from a motorcycle canvas with a lot of curves to it, you know, now to a boat. you got a lot of flat surfaces, you know, different angles. So does that yeah. end up being 
a lot more striping effect and a lot less of the portrait type work, or are you, are yes. you just mixing that in along the way? You can mix it in. In this case, we're not because he he might just try to sell the boat, or he you know yeah. we're, we're both on a time limit. I got things I I just fitted him in my schedule. Yeah, keep it so I couldn't do too much, but uh, but yeah, you can mix in smaller air artwork. In some of those graphics, or big, or however, on this boat, right. you can you can paint a big portrait down the whole <laughs> side, down of, the that side boat of the boat if you wanted, if that's what the guy wanted. So now that would be the motorcycles cool. helped me with learning how to do these graphics and stuff. You have to make everything flow together. Every motorcycle is different, so it's t- been teaching me a lot. So when I went to do the boat, I had an yeah. idea. Of, Man, I could do this. I could do that. And that. Yeah, I, I have to go back to this orange one again with the portraits because. Like I said, if you take the tank by itself, that is a beautiful piece of art yeah. all by itself. Like this, this is a it looks like worthy, an actual right? portrait, this black and white right portrait. Yeah, yeah thanks. But then beautiful. when when you take a step back and you see it in relation to the entire bike, it all works. Yeah. The graphics, the overall paint, it just it all fits together. It's not just you've got this fantastic portrait on the side of the tank. It all really flows. That's just a fantastic job. Yeah, thank with you. That stuff. I really appreciate it. And that and that truly is an art because you. You know, we look at a lot of custom bikes when we go around to shows, and the paint is always fantastic, but it doesn't always fit. You know, sometimes, you, like I said, the portrait looks nice, but it doesn't really fit with the theme, or, right. you know, it just it doesn't go with the overall feel of the bike. But that <laughs> that is great. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. And I hope the pictures on YouTube are doing it justice because the audio, I'm sure they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I keep my Facebook uh, page pretty updated so they can go on there and check that out. It's Airbrushing by Robert Rivera Jr. Okay. And uh, I even post things of the fabrication process going on. Like I just posted a picture. I, JT was working on it. It's so crazy the other day. JT was building a custom chin spoiler for, for a big wheel bagger. Yeah. And I kept walking by. Look, I was like, wow, that's nice. That's nice. And uh, I, lo- I love being back there. My studio is right next to his fabrication room, and they're always back there blowing torches and cutting yep. up stuff. You might walk in there, and there's sparks flying away across the room. <laughs> but <laughs> you're uh, seeing the progress as you as you go by, it's like now there's basic. Sh- there's like a wireframe, and then you're seeing the yeah. shape, and you're just seeing it build up. Yeah, and I'm getting ready to leave, and he's like, "Okay, what I need you to do is draw something out on this chin spoiler. He's gonna cut it out, and he likes to put stuff behind there, like a, a mesh or something. You know, yeah, it gives it a cool effect. He done it on those bikes." And I got to sketch something out, and I got to be a part of it for the first time of one of his fabrication projects. And he he cut it out and sent me a picture of it, and on the bike that was pretty cool. Nice. But I post stuff like that, you know, stuff we got going on around the shop. I try to keep it updated. I just want to add the link to the Facebook page for him. So he- oh yeah, for sure. Got to get Robert into live streaming at some point. <laughs> you got a cell phone, right? A smartphone. Just we get him on Periscope or something, and then while you're walking around the shop, you find something interesting and. Yeah, that would help build cool. your following that way too. So, yeah, that would be yeah. cool. Thank you. Okay, so yeah, I just had just a small question. As far as uh, have you done any dragons, castles, and all that? Um, yes, actually. Yeah, I just got through doing a cool dragon on a Jigzer one thousand stretched with a three sixty kit. It has custom fiberglass on it, covering up the back fender with speakers coming out. I did the bike was white, and we came up with this idea to do Japanese art. Japanese art all over the bike in black and uh it's cool there's all kind of Asian girls on there and then on the one side I got I got the dark the dark girl and she's got a she's got a piercing in her nose she's got a leather jacket with a panda head and uh and there's a dragon coming behind her and then there's some samurai statues and different things like that on there so is there anything uh just one more question for me I guess so is there anything that uh, you want to uh, paint. So is there is is it a building, whether it be a building, truck, 
cars or is, is there a dream project you that you want to expire to do one day yeah yeah my my, my main project that i want to do is i want to do big paintings for a for an art show and uh and sell them for people could buy my kind of art to hang in their houses or their mansions or whatever mm-hmm. and i like to do Projects. different things yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like doing that because, uh, and, and of course, I want to keep keep develop in the motorcycle and getting better because I plan on, you know, I plan on doing very good. I finally found a team of people that I that I love working with, and I I want to see how far we can go. You know, we're gonna push each other, and uh, yeah. So those are two main things that, that that I would love to do. That's cool. Well, I know I know you don't ride currently, but so all this work with the motorcycles, has that got the itch for you? Oh. You're going to get a big bagger, big wheeled bagger? <laughs> oh, man, I tell you, man, it, I, it crosses my mind a lot. But I'm fixing to haul my four-wheeler over there and tell JT I need a custom grill yeah. made and some handlebars so I can get something done. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, brand, what model four-wheeler is it? Oh, I just got a Honda Foreman. Foreman, okay. Yeah, four, four by four. Cool. Yeah, John has a former, what did you have before? I had a Yamaha Wolverine. Wolverine. 450. Oh really? Yeah, those things are fun, man. I'll tell you. Yeah. So I'm gonna do a little customizing to it, do a little paint job on it. Right. So uh since you're talking about that, you just up here, you know about Carolina Adventure World? No, sir. So it's uh, about uh, it's on I seventy seven, about thirty minutes north of uh Columbia. Okay. It's a park that's uh twenty six hundred acres of uh private land that's uh hundred miles of trails. Wow. That you pay, uh, I don't yeah, remember. Pay, pay to play off road park, basically. Wow. Most yeah. of the trails are one way. Um, and they do have some single track if you're into motocross. They have motocross tracks as well, but most of it is this, this big off road park. I think we said over 100 miles of trails, and most of really? them are one way. So you just. just haul it. Thanks for telling me about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to so keep that in that's mind. That's pretty cool. You got the, they got the mud bog too, if you want to go. Yeah, big mud bog, drag track, circle track. What do you <laughs> It's like a, yeah. It's the best yeah. twenty five bucks you can spend. And get man, ready. I tell you, I love doing <laughs> stuff like that, man. You know what we need to do, Enrico? Yeah, this is a test for you. All right, we need to take Aaron there. Aaron? Oh, Aaron Smith? <laughs> no, no. Oh, Aaron, Aaron Straw. Straw. Okay, or both? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we should. I think she'd get on that dirt bike, and I think she'd tear up the track. I can, I can, I can see it. She'll see it. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I I really appreciate the time, Robert. This stuff is your work is fantastic. I I can't wait to see more on the bikes. And if you move down the gallery route, I certainly want to see some of that. So we'll be following your Facebook page. Like I said, we'll put links to that, links to the um, the magazines, and all sorts of things where people can find you. And someday, hopefully, we'll see you on Periscope live streaming. Oh yeah, that'd be great. There was one more thing I wanted to tell you about the project. Certainly, okay. I got going on, Aaron. I'm creating a concept for a rap that she's getting made, but I'm keeping the originals. And that's what I meant when I was telling oh, okay. you I'm having a, a kickstart on my on my gallery. These pictures nice. are going to be crazy. And I'm, she said I can't sell them, though. <laughs> <laughs> she, she won't let me sell it. She's like, no, you're not selling these paintings. <laughs> so we'll see how it all goes. We'll keep you updated on that. Cool. Yeah, we can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, if you no. do sell them, I think she'll chase you down with her hot abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you and, and sitting and talking with you, and I okay. uh, hope the best for you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Take care. That's going to do it for episode 47. And I just want to let everyone know that next week, Rico, John, and I will be recording again, sort of on a more normal fashion. We do have one more interview from Atlanta to play for everyone, and we will blend that in as part of episode 48. 
So show notes and links for this episode can be found at our website, loudpipes.net slash 47. And the best way to keep up with our show is to subscribe. On the right-hand side of our website, you'll find links to iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play Music, plus others. If you're enjoying the show, would like to keep it ad-free and receive generous rewards for your contribution, check out our donation page at loudpipes.net slash donate and click on the Patreon image. There's also a link there for one-time donations, and support of any size is greatly appreciated. If you can't support the show monetarily, the next best thing is to tell a friend and leave a star rating or review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. If you feel it's less than five stars or have other questions or comments, please drop us a note at feedback at rdubstudios.com or click on the feedback link on our website. Again, that's it for episode 47. Thanks everyone for listening. Putting the kickstands up, I'm going to ride on out. Take care. This has been an RDub Studio production. Check us out at rdubstudios.com, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio.